Yeah, well, this is it, right? Windows, it's called. Everybody uses it with one window. So it shouldn't be called Windows, should it? It should be called Window. I have multiple monitors, though. You're so 20th century, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jazz hands. That means he surrenders, I think. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Tailors. That's right, I'm doing an intro this Woo! time. Yeah, it's been it's been how long since I did an intro? At least that long. Anyway, it's it's right. been one week since you looked at me. Uh, yes, <laughs> miles. I don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, as you've just heard, that is Squidge. I am Jay. This is the Waffle Tailors. Hopefully, you you know that already. But there you go. We are joined by a very special guest this week, this month. This whatever, this episode. It's G hashtag don't call me Audrey. How are you, G? Um, well, I'm leveled by that energy for the intro. That was uh vaguely disturbing. Yes, I'm well. I'm well. Hmm? He's, he's still got the intro wrong, by the way. Oh well, there we go. Did All I, that energy. Spraying oh. it everywhere. Steady on. Wasted my energy. What am I supposed to say then, Squidge? Well, I, I do have sort of like a welcoming catchphrase, and you do that up a wall, don't you? All right, well, let's let's do it then. <laughs> hey, hello, Squidgey. Hello, Squidgey. There we go. Are you happy now? Uh, yeah, marginally. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, right. Um, so, yes, holy cow. I was looking at the, the stats the other day, and it's been almost two years since you were last on, G. That's like that's way too long, and it is well, on my. Phone. It's been it's been a while, has it not? It has, it has. Well, you see, it's been two years since the episode that you were last on was released, which, which means it was probably closer to three years since I was recorded. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, the way that we do these. Oh my god! Yes, goodness, 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 goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's start with how have you been? My goodness, it's been, it's been, well, it has been two years, I've just said. I don't need to say it again. Well, in general, or? Yeah. Times, in general. You know, records, ninja missions, everything. Um, I have obviously uh, dispersed yet more of my life's force into the universe um, because I I have another child. So. Yes, I, I'm. I'm giving away my my energies on a daily basis, depleting myself. <laughs> it's too much, man. Um, but yeah, it, it's certainly been an adventure. Obviously, we had um, all that COVID shenanigans going on, um, during which the missus was back and forth into hospitals and we were very unhappy about the whole situation. Um, it was all rather shady. And now we've got this amazing little girl who's just rocking up. And today 
today being the start of August 2022, dear listener, 50 years from now when this first airs. Um, <laughs> uh, today, my little one took her first proper little walkabout without holding on to anything. She'd done like two or three steps a few days ago and then decided that it wasn't for her and was scooting around on all fours as usual. And then today we got some rains, popped them on her, and she walked like 20-odd feet back and forth around the house. Nice. Which, considering we were told that there was a high chance that she was going to spend her entire life in a wheelchair, was quite the thing. I can imagine. Quite the thing. So, yes, uh, it's been all right, really. It's been all right. (laughs) Serious congratulations, my friend. Serious congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing well. Exceeding all expectations. So we're just kind of taking it one day at a time and cruising along. And every day's a win, really. So absolutely. Um, let's see what else has happened. Well, just to just to interrupt you real quick, um, I feel like we should roll credits there because whatever it is, it's, it's not going to be as good as that. Whatever I say, it's all going to be downhill. <laughs> mm. Well, that 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 was a dead set anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> may have been two years but he still knows the format oh yes <laughs> <laughs> the memories may fade but the pain remains <laughs> the medication was potent back then oh, not potent enough the PTSD is still here um, <laughs> yeah I, honestly I can't really think of much else you know kids they just do your brain in I've got no memory at all to be honest, so it's great. <laughs> so you see, he thinks it's been two years, but it's actually only been a week. <laughs> Entirely possible. Entirely possible. My my ability to grasp the passage of time is oh, it's short. As is my memory. It's amazing. It's a, I, I walked to the fridge the other day to get something from the fridge. I knew definitely that it was there. I knew what I wanted. I opened the fridge. I forgot why I was there. I walked to the door of the kitchen and thought, why was I even in here to start with? Then thought, oh yeah, I wanted that thing out of the fridge. Walked back to the fridge, forgot what I was doing. (laughs) I mean, do do, do you have to have had kids to do that? Or, I mean, because I've been doing that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I hesitate to offer an opinion on whether you need the kids or not, but <laughs> all I can tell you is it never used to be like this. But how would you know? Don. I'm assuming it never used to be like this. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure I remember. It's an infinite loop will be here for days yeah. if you keep that up. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's just chalk it up to experience, right? Yes. Unless, unless you should yes. write it on your hand. Next time you go to the fridge, write it on your hand. But then you've got to remember you've got it written on your hand. I know. Oh, gosh. Are we going, we're venturing too deep into memento territory, aren't we? That's Is it. Is it going to be a black and white <laughs> version of me going forwards in time? 
That's it. And a colour version of me going backwards in time. Or was was it the other way around? Moonwalk to the fridge, right? Mm. And then you'll remember what it was you were supposed to do. And then you'll walk backwards to wherever you came from. Mm. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Your absurd plan needs work, David, I'm telling you. Mm. Well, well given, pre- given Hannah's um, propensity for making me into a sim on the EA title of the same game, uh, same name rather, um, I am rather disturbed that maybe I am actually a sim and someone's just giving me different orders when I get to the fridge. And it's <laughs> you're like, telling me your, your consciousness is linked to the game? Well, no, it's just I am actually a sim. That's the thing. That's it. <laughs> there's no brain here i'm just doing what i'm told by whoever created me and then you know they get me to the fridge and then it's like oh no you need a wee <laughs> why am i at the fridge i suppose you know you're a sim when you end up um beating the crap out of the social bunny <laughs> i i have done that on uh sims too made my character so lonely the social bunny turned up and then i beat him up and took a picture on the little family photo thing they have on the bottom left. I had a, an ex-work colleague. Well, I have an ex-work colleague. I had a work colleague who had this thing for, and um, whenever he was feeling frustrated with work, he would just make all of us at the store into yep. Sims in a house and then torture everybody to death. The The best way I found to do that, all right, to torture people is to have like three or four people on Sims, so you create three or four people. You put mm. the fridge, a table, a bed, a, a toilet, and a shower in the same room. Mm. Everyone's too embarrassed to do anything, and then they end up just battling each other after twenty minutes because they're all annoyed. I like it. Yep. So the quickest way to tell whether you're a Sim would surely to to be to look up, right? Because if you see the green crystal thing above your head. And perhaps you're a sim. Perhaps. I don't want to lock up now. I've got the fear now, Jamie. I can't do it. I'm not locking up. Let us know, dear listener, if you locked up and if you saw the green crystal. No. Nope, not doing it. I mean, obviously, after all this time, I thought it was rude to mention yours, but... (laughs) Yes, but mine's not above my head, is it? You sat on it. I was going to say it's coming out my butt, but there you go. <laughs> clench, man. Clench. <laughs> well, I mean, Squidge was clenching. Maybe that's why he was clenching. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to keep my eyes shut next time I have a shower. I don't want to know if I'm a sim or not. <laughs> if I survive, I'll let you know. Where is it you keeping shut? <laughs> my eyes. Okay. I don't, want to, I don't want to know if I've got a crystal. Mind you, if I survive, I'll let you know. Well, there we go. So we've we're we're like fifteen minutes in, and we've already had our existential crisis of the episode. Are we just get out of the way in it? I feel like I've become the episode is like my fifteenth one of the day. (laughs) Is it a real (laughs) if you don't have an existential crisis? It's how I demark my. It's how I differentiate between consciousness and unconsciousness. Am I experiencing an, an existential crisis? Yes, I am awake. <laughs> Stumbles to the bathroom, looks in the mirror. Am I actually a replicant? 
You can't tell by looking in the mirror. Bet you can. There'll be some way doing it. I bet you can't. You've got to ask yourself questions like, am I a lesbian? No, wait, I've completely misunderstood that film. Haven't yeah, it's when you stand there looking in the mirror and wonder if you're the reflection, that's the time to worry. Ah, there it is. There it is. The old uh, Ash from Evil Dead bit where you reach into mm-hmm. the mirror. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Reach into the mirror and you end up battering the hell out of a yeah, social yeah, yeah. bunny. <laughs> you look in the mirror and the social bunny is looking back. That's where you want to start panicking. Yes. Absolutely. So, with all of that being said, good night. <laughs> Let us talk about something video game related, right? Firstly, what have you all been playing? I've said this before, right? I, I don't get much time to play video games these days, so I have to rely on everyone else to tell me what to play. So what has everyone been playing, and should I play it? I mean, you don't have to play I remain a, a bonded slave to Destiny. Um, however, <laughs> in my downtime, um, particularly towards the end of the season, um, I like to explore solitary pursuits, like not going on the computer. No. Um, <laughs> can you imagine me outside? Shut up. Um, <laughs> You'd burst into Resolution's flame, not as good, is it? No, <laughs> especially not in my eyes. Um, <laughs> no, I have, games have, <laughs> I have recently been sinking my teeth into the PC version of God of War. And as everybody seems to know it, that cat game, Stray. <laughs> um, and oh, the usual bizarre mix of weird games that my eldest likes to play. God help us all. <laughs> <laughs> she had me figure out how to do uh, there's an achievement on one of her games Piku Niku she's been playing oh cool uh, where you're essentially a, a red dot with legs and eyes and that's about it and you can jump and kick things and that's it and it's just very silly cartoony simple platformy puzzle solver it's quite harmless quite fun Except there's an achievement, um, is it called I Want to Hold Your Hand? Where you have to complete a, a mini dungeon to get a certain item and then you take it to a certain person and they give you a reward. And the reward is a completely useless pair of arms, which you wear like a hat. And then they have just no actual purpose or strength to them at all. They just just hang at your side and wobble about like the grumpiest Mr. Tickle ever. (laughs) (laughs) And it just looks hilarious when you're doing it. But uh, there's only so much I can, there's only so many hours of the day I can spend watching it before (laughs) I fear. 
tries to overtake you, does it? Well, yeah. The voices come out, and before you know it, I'm like, yeah, this is a good idea. I'll play it too. No. Two months after that, you're looking on Etsy to find the hat of the same description to buy it. What a great idea. (laughs) I got to get this game. (laughs) It's on Game Pass on Xbox. Ah, I need to buy an Xbox first. And Squidge will have to replace his. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, there's been a lot of that being played at the moment. And now the other half and her, they are both um, living out their, their wildest fantasies, playing Power Wash Simulator. Ah, I hear so many good things about that game. I was so close to buying that the other day. I was really, 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 really confused by all of it because I just had no comprehension of why that would be at all entertaining. And then, like, Ava was busy and Han had to go do something with the other baby and... So she threw the controller at me and was just like, keep on cleaning for me, will you? And it's like, oh my God, this is an amazing game. <laughs> it's just, it's just really, there's something very zen. And I think because for me, I've always had really bad tinnitus. So the constant white noise of the power washer is actually just really good. And my only problem with it now is it makes me start to fall asleep because ah. it's just really, there's no stress to the game. The version, the, the mode that they're playing is not based on time. You just kind of do your thing. So we'll spend like the afternoon cleaning up the skate park <laughs> as a family project, like 10 minutes each. Like, oh my God. No. Hang on, if it makes you fall asleep, does that mean that in-game you could fall backwards and it shoots up your nose? Um, yeah, that no. would make you up. But that would oh. possibly be for Power Wash Simulator 2. Drop there the devs a line. Invite them on. <laughs> you never know. Drop them a line or drop the Power Washer, one of the two. Mm. <laughs> drop the leg. Uh, so yes, there's been a lot of that going on, and frankly, it's made quite a refreshing change from the endless hours of Ava playing Sky Children of Light, which is a delightful game. Don't get me wrong; visually very simple, very beautiful, um, but she plays it. She would play it all day, every day. She has spoken endlessly at school to her teachers about it, to the point where she has insisted that one of her one-to-one teachers um, has installed it on their own Switch personally. They don't play together, ever, but Mr. P had to had to get it, so that's it. <laughs> she just wore him down. <laughs> you no know one tells you to play a game. You play the game, right? It's, mm. yeah. it's the same rule for if like a toddler walks up to you with one of their little play phones. Hands you a phone. 
that's you take that call. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just how yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's made a refreshing change from the, the normal two or three titles that we've seen on her cycle endlessly for months on end. Um, and it's good. It's fun. Um, there's no God of War, obviously. Boy. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> we have a couple hundred clips of him saying boy right here. <laughs> there we go. That's for Squidge in the edit, right? <laughs> now, Squidge, if you're feeling really clever, what you're going to do is actually put that composite of um, Jean-Luc Picard going T, Earl Grey, hot. T, Earl Grey, hot. T, Earl Grey, hot. Earl Grey tea, hot. T. Earl Grey. Hot. T. Earl Grey. Hot. T. Earl Grey. Hot. Boy. Boy. T. Earl Grey. Hot. Boy. Boy. Earl Grey. Hot. Boy. 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 Stay back, boy. There are no good gods, boy. You give give me the cute assignments, don't you? Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my job to make your life easy. It's not your job to make my life hard either, but you seem to enjoy that. Well, no, that's a hobby. <laughs> I'm glad you finally admitted it. Yeah, it's not a job, it's a hobby. It's, it's a, so it's not a jobby then? <laughs> no. Let's not talk no. about those, hey? Fair enough. I mean, we used the worst word, which was right? That's worse. Mm. We used the J word, didn't That's we, Jay? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't been playing so much of Destiny 2, but you have been playing lots of God of War for the PC. Well, don't get me wrong. As I say, I'm still very much a, a slave to the grind on Destiny 2. Um, but we're kind of getting towards the back end of the season. Um, so... Power-wise, I'm pretty much where I need to be. I've done most of my basic prep for the next season. I've just finished the Summer Solstice event, so I've got another title, another seal that I can unlock, and gilded it, no less. Did the extra special challenges, so I've got a gold version, Um, which will be just taken back to a silver version um, at the end of the season, because... Damn. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of a lot. I feel a lot more kind of at liberty to suddenly realise that oh yeah, like over the past two years, I've bought forty odd games that I've never even played but have installed. So I should probably <laughs> make some actual use of them. <laughs> Um, so yeah, God of War has been one of those titles again, because it's for me, it, the series obviously began on console and I was not a console player and still am not particularly. Um, so I never really got the chance to experience those early games, but everybody that I knew swore by them and 
then when the latest ver- the latest title came out, it, everyone was blown away by it. Um, and rather than critics' opinions, obviously I listened to my friends because I know them and I understand that they're not just personalities on the internet with a thing to do. Um, so God of War getting lots of good noises from the people that I knew and played games with regularly myself, um, naturally it drew my attention and I'm really loving it. And it's made especially hilarious because sometimes I'll stream it um, while I'm chatting to friends who are on Discord over on my server. Um, Now, one of my very, very good regular friends is Icelandic. (laughs) Um, And it's really quite interesting to know that he's seeing this game and he's <laughs> he's very he's kind of, he's got this weird thing like you talk about vikings and he talks about them very kind of he, he's very i feel tired by the whole topic of the modern particularly the external perception of vikings um, and a romanticized version of Vikings. So it's quite funny for me to be wandering around as a Greek god slayer. Mm, yeah. Um, in traditional Norse mythology. And he's like, so uh, this is supposed to be Viking stuff, right? And I'm like, yes. And part of me can just hear him sighing internally <laughs> and it's the, of him feeling. it's the greatest feeling because i'm terrible at the game I, I i'm no no good at it i'm constantly mismatching myself against enemies i'm constantly doing side quests that take me into areas that i'm unequipped for and i've not had the previous experience of the titles to have the sort of muscle memory that goes along with this series so yeah i die a lot but i find it really funny when my friend sin is online and watching the game and you can just see he's like there's nothing at all norse about any of this <laughs> you think you can just stick a few mountains in and some norse runes and that's it that's that's viking and i can just hear the the sort of tired rage <laughs> seething just below the surface and I thrive on it <laughs> <laughs> and obviously I've never mentioned it to him so when this episode does drop I am going to definitely tell him about it that he gets a little mention <laughs> so yeah. well to be to be perfectly honest, there's no sort of muscle memory from the previous God of War games. It's just mash circle. Oh, oh right. Well, there we go. It's you, you know the meme of I've, I've got the God of War controller and it's up, down, left, right in a giant circle button and that's yeah. it. It's literally God of War. You just mash one button. Yep. Yeah, I have seen a few videos of people playing through various parts of the earlier games and there did seem to be a lot of circle heavily featured in it. Mm. Um. And I, I think I do actually have on my janky old PS3 
that I only got recently. I do have the first God of War. I believe I even started it. But having the time and the inclination to not go on my normal poison of choice and go and sit <laughs> in another room in my abode. Oh my Aww. God. Heaven for fend. I must remain in the usual place. <laughs> Do we need to stage a Destiny 2 intervention? Is that what we're saying? Uh, no, it's coming to an end soon. Okay. Uh, now, he's, he's only, he only mentioned that because the other day I was talking to Jay and he happened to clock how much time you've spent on Destiny 2. And his reaction was this, holy so it, that's the only reason he mentioned the I intervention. I've done a Steam review of it, and I believe I, I... Hold on, let me just draw up my Steam catalogue one moment. Because <laughs> I don't even know... what What is my hours on there? A lot. <laughs> is, it, is it alot.com? Okay, let's have a look. Because uh, yeah, I can tell you if you want me to tell you rather than let you uh, find oh. out yourself. 2,927.4 hours. Okay. What's wrong with that? <laughs> but I believe that around the two and a half thousand hours mark, I did write a review for Destiny 2, which was, I believe, um, it's all right, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half thousand hours. Yeah. That's normally not a problem, but you've only been playing it for a week. That's why we're concerned. <laughs> Oh, no, there you go. Seems okay, really. There you go. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad for a game that just about everybody on social media seems to insist is a dead game. Well, no. It's weird, because there's always people in it. It's not that yeah. bad. people in it with weird usernames oh well yeah that's the purpose of the entire on my server over on discord um i i have an entire channel devoted just to screenshots of weird names <laughs> the more it's like the better oh yeah and obviously when when there's a group of us regularly playing together we will synchronize weird names or we used to certainly before <laughs> they did the thing where um, once crossplay became the thing, uh, they kind of toned down the Steam users' ability to freely change our names at will. Um, but yeah, there was a, there was a whole thing where we were all different, like value brand sandwich deals at one point from various various stores. Yep. Um, in fact, I think one of my friends still is because he's forgotten to change it so far. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, uh, but yes, the, the, the screen names are still very, very much a thing. Very much. So keep an eye out for three pound meal deal and Greg's pasties. That's what we're saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think one of them is actually something long lines, a three pound meal deal. Hold on. 
I can, I can imagine that on the leaderboard somewhere. I can verify this. Where is he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I can't verify it. Damn. I think he's, um, was he an Aldi value meal deal? Something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because he plays a lot of Crucible when he goes on. So imagine the, the, the humbling moment of you were killed by <laughs> an Aldi value meal deal. <laughs> it's just, how do you come back from that? How do you send an angry chat message? Well, at the moment you can't because there's an exploit in Destiny that um, you can you could send a certain message through the text chat and it would boot the recipients out of the game. So people were using it in Crucible, the PvP game mode, um, in order to get free wins. Right. Uh, people are the worst. Indeed. I would say we're people, but we're not. So, no, we, we remember we're Sims. <laughs> I'm oh, yeah. even an approximation of a person. <laughs> <sighs> Fair enough. People. I know, right? <laughs> Don't do it. <clears throat> it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that said, mm-hmm. where you? What have you been playing, Squidge? Um, a friend of mine bought me a game on Steam uh, last week, and it's a re-release of one hell of a janky RPG, which is Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2, oh. which was originally on PS2 and Xbox back in the day. And just there's, there's no auto-aim. It's no auto aim. You've got to manually face the opponent and hit them, and it's top down. And it's been ages since I played a game like that, so there's a lot of shouting until uh, I got used to it. And even now that I'm used to it, it's still janky as hell. So there's still a lot of shouting. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun to go on a game that I have fleeting memories of someone bringing round to my house, and I played for all of like five seconds. So. Before you threw the disc out the other other window, no, I believe we turned it off and put on PSO on the GameCube instead. Uh, uh, good choice. That's the game I've put an ex. Were you, were you nostalgic about? Were you nostalgic about Baldur's Gate? Ben? Um, first game on PC, yes, because I was no good at it, but it never stopped mm. me. Never played the second one. Um, the third one was more of a when it came out. It was an action RPG for the uh, 316 PS3, I believe, which I played. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm no good at point-and-click RPGs. I suck at Fallout. I still try it. I suck at Borderlands. Uh, not Borderlands. I suck at Baldur's Gate, but I still play it. Um, just just for the... I've spent far too long in Borderlands with you to stand for that kind of bes- besmirching well, or wrong. I, I was going to mention my uh, current activities playing the new Borderlands, but I know you haven't played it yet, so I'm not going to say anything about it. Um, Ooh, spicy. Not spicy. Kind of, I, I don't want to start ruining stuff. Right. Um, Appreciated. So. Is it good? Yeah. Yes. Unbelievably good. 
well, then I shall get it at some point when brain and heart and the stars align. Uh, see if I remember the, the the voice. You've got Tiny Tina as a character in it. You've got Tiny Andy Tina Sam. is in Tiny Tina. I know. Classic. I know. Shocker, right? Absolute shocker. <laughs> yeah, mind blown. How but you've got um, you've got How Andy Samberg and Wanda Sykes as characters in there as well. Wait, which is? Do you mean Andy Samberg is a character in there, or do you mean Andy Samberg voices a character in there? Because he, he's he voices a character, but ah, okay. Andy Samberg is Andy Samberg. It's just him, and with whatever role he's in. It's the same guy, and it's him. Yeah, he just plays himself, right? Yeah. <laughs> I foolishly yeah. said, right? Just real quick, this little side story, right? Because if he's listening, he'll hear it and he'll go, yes. Um, uh, I was sitting there with my friends, Zach and James, the other day, and we were like, we could be like the lonely, I said, we could be the lonely island of programming. And before I even finished saying it, he immediately said, Bagsy being Andy Sandberg. Get. So you've got one of the side side roles then. Yeah. The the one of the unforgettable. So are you the weird one or T Pain? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jim with giant shades and a, a huge clock on a chain around his neck. You know, every 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 time he talks, it's also tuned. I could. Run That's that what look. we need to see. I could rock that look. Now, you say that, right? But I'm currently the editor of both of the other podcasts you're on, and I could quite easily auto-tune a lot of you, which I've done before. What you need to do right now is auto-tune me right now so that then it sounds like I'm trying to sing what I'm trying to say, and then I think you'll all have a lovely day. There you go. There's a little rhyme for you. Auto-tune all of that. Okay. I had an auto-tune app on my phone, which I would then mute myself on Discord and record auto-tuned messages specifically for various friends. Generally very rude ones, <laughs> telling them to shut up. Rude friends <laughs> or rude messages? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it, yeah. So you yeah, God you help them if I ever figure out how to get voice mod working through Discord. <laughs> It's only a matter of time. It'll happen oh, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Then none of us will be safe. From me, not you. Me. So you were saying, Squidge, about how you weren't going to say anything about Tiny Tina's was name, and then you ended up talking about Tiny Tina's was name. Yeah, what? Two of the voice casts. It's not exactly story, is it? Aye, it's a spoiler. What? public knowledge of who the voice cast is before the game came out. You're assuming that I've looked up the public knowledge of the stuff that's in the game? Well, it'd be a bit remiss of you not to. Kind of broke him then, did you see? Mm-hmm. No one breaks me, apart from me. How dare you? Fair enough. <laughs> so you were saying about how you've been playing that, but you don't want to talk about it. So you don't want to yeah. get the game away. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to say anything about that because she hasn't played it, and I'm that's not in the habit of spoiling stuff. So that's fair enough. I think I think that's a fair enough thing to do. You know, if you know that a friend of yours hasn't done the thing, whatever the thing is, seen the movie, read the book, played the game, whatever, 
You do your best not to spoil it for him. That's what friends are for. Obligatory shout out to Storming Norms at this point. You, I'm going to swear profusely. That's all right. Go for it. He's a piece of <laughs> that boy. <laughs> he really is. With the best will in the world, he was sat in my room watching me play a game and told me the end of it while oh. I was playing it in front of him. If someone did that to me, they'd get a backhand. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wouldn't be your if hand, it, though, would it? Unfortunately, Steady. he had actually read and understood what the, the, the whole end of the game was about. So he told me it appropriately. Whereas many, many moons ago, when The Sixth Sense first released... And the the world was abuzz with the 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 the, the powers of M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's um, storytelling. <laughs> and Bruce, daily made Jamie do a spit take. I know, right? <laughs> it's what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. It's what I do. <laughs> but um, I remember at this point the ex Biker Grove stuff. Donna Eyre was a presenter on MTV. I know what you're And live, she told everybody the ending of Sixth Sense while it was still in cinemas. <laughs> and it was amazing, um, especially for me, because at that time I was at university and as often happens in such environments, somebody got hold of a hooky version of it. Hmm. And we all sat around and there's like a room of about 30 of us all watching it. And this one girl, um, I can't believe she was at university, but she was that stupid (laughs) because spoiler alert, right? Just in case you've not seen it. Um, You know how, like, at the end, with the big reveal, Bruce Willis is on the bed? Hmm. Mm -hmm. She took that to mean that he was asleep. And not, and not, (laughs) you know, that he'd just been shot and killed. Oh, no. (laughs) And that he'd been a ghost for the whole movie. So she was just like, it was all a dream. And she... (laughs) At this point, the, my partner at the time had missed Donna Air's announcement and studiously avoided spoilers because she was really intrigued by the film. And then this girl, in air quotes, revealed the plot twist at the end. And then we got to the end and Kate was just like, What are you talking about? <laughs> are you dense? And we had to have like a whole 15, 20 minute sit down conversation with her about what had actually happened in the film. <laughs> See, this is what happens when Phoebe Buffet is your mum, right? Mm. <laughs> that uh... reminds me of my friend Jess. 
Um, he was a college student, a media film studies student who prided himself on his film knowledge. And um, the director's cut of Blade Runner dropped. Which one? And we were having like eight of them. Uh, yeah, I know. But the, the one one. Where did and, you? <clears throat> yes. I know. There, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. All eight of them in one day. We were having a conversation about films that we really loved and films that we really hated. And Jess said that he hated this film. He hated Blade Runner. He couldn't understand what the point of it was. All this, you know, all this stupid, lame, pointless extra shots. I mean, what the f*** was the point of that unicorn? <laughs> and me and my friends, who had all seen and understood the film, all just kind of sat there like... When's he going to drop the act and go, bang, gotcha. And he just didn't. And we sat there for a really awkward five minutes before he picked up on the fact that we'd gone really quiet. And we're like, we, we explained it to him. And it was one of those joyous moments where you literally saw the penny drop. And his <laughs> face just went from this kind of, yeah, yeah, you guys think you know more than me, but I'm a film studies student kind of look to I've made a terrible mistake and I need to rectify it right now. And no word of a lie, he left his drink and just got up and went home and watched the film again. <laughs> and then he came back the next day, he went, it's a totally different movie. <laughs> yes! Oh, that reminds me of something I saw. Oh, it must have been a fair few years ago now. It was uh, just a compilation of some on YouTube I was watching. Mm. And um, there was a, a red carpet thing with a load of people there. And Jennifer Lawrence was there. And she was talking to this reporter. Now, the person who was stood behind her was the main guy in Homefront, the TV show Homefront. Right. She had got through halfway through the series and the reporter blurted out the ending, to which point the guy who had the lead role turned round and went, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I didn't mean it. Is, is that really the... Oh, and it's just that awkward look of, you didn't just spoil it. And he was like, quit it, quit it. He was, he was trying to tell the reporter, stop it, stop it. Oh, just the, the look of pure shock and, oh, for God's sake. Maybe giggle. Spoilers are horrible. I'm immune to them now. I just don't care. Tom Holland even knows he's Spider-Man, given his reputation. (laughs) (laughs) That was like, like when they were when they were making Spider-Man into the Spider thing with the other Spider-Man thing with the all three Spider-Mans. Is oh no, sorry. The actual full title is Spider-Man: Great Power, Great Responsibility. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and the other Spider-Man. With the great power and the great responsibility, Spider-Man 4, or whatever it was, right? Where they were filming that, and there was all that footage of, hey, it's Tom Holland, he's in the Spider-Man movie, but he's not the Spider-Man, it's the other Spider-Man who's the Spider-Man. He's like, it weren't me, it weren't me, it definitely weren't me. It's not me. You can see, And he like started making up cockamamie excuses, like, you can see the CG where my head's been glued in. It's like, Do you know why? Do you know why he did that? Because a couple of other Spider-Man films he was in, he dropped spoilers live on stage right. and then he tweeted him out as well so it was like want me this time 
Well, it'd have been like legally bound not to, right? Because they'd have said Disney will have said you're not allowed to, otherwise you're in you're in the deep poo. Didn't Mark Ruffalo at some major convention drop yeah. a, a major Avengers death? I'm sure uh, he did. And he was just like, what? What are you going to do? They can't fire me. Almost <laughs> to that effect. I love that. It's just like, I am, by this point, I am too deeply embedded in the story. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was coming up for um, Infinity War where most of the, the Marvel-based trauma happens for most people. And, oh, are we um, talking about an actual death or the... It's going to mean nothing to Jay. He doesn't watch Marvel yeah. films. Is it the, the Thanos snap or death beforehand? I don't remember exactly, but I'm certain mm-hmm. that Mark Ruffalo got in major trouble and Anthony Mackie was sat next to him on the stage and he just looked at him like, Dude! <laughs> and like i say mark ruffalo was just like he just styled it out he didn't even give a f- he did not give a f- he was just like they're not gonna fire me <laughs> i like it i like it you have to remember though that nobody's above being fired that's it mm. right even like vince mcmahon got fired by himself he called it being retired, but he fired himself. Right? Lord of Directors. Do you know why? I'll, I'll go into a little bit of wrestling thing. Do you know it, why? Isn't it all the... the now, I, I can claim complete innocence on this. I'm not a follower of what's happening in WWE. But is it to do with the sexual abuse allegations? Essentially, the whole reason he's getting heat is bef- before he was investigated. and f- Well, he's got into a lot of trouble. And it's um, he'd been in four... Um, semi-relationships or whatever you want to call it with women and he paid them off to keep them quiet however he paid them off with company money not his own and he paid them off with company money after the company went public whoops so it's investor money he paid them off with so this is trump looking here yeah if if it would have kept a private company if it was still a private company don't matter. Uh, really. I wouldn't say Trump level yet, because uh, as far as we're aware, he hasn't buried anyone in his backyard so that he can skin them. <laughs> <laughs> golf cart, golf cart. As far as we're yes, aware. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, golf course, maybe Jamie got it wrong. Did you something, see Alex something Jones getting caught out in court today? Was it today? Yep. Just recently? Yep. That oh, is, is that where he... He was told to tell the truth twice, and he failed. No, where he claimed that, like his phones, he showed he had released um, all the records of his phones um, messaging to um, the, the um, prosecution uh, lawyers, and it became obvious that they were doctored. And um, then, like twelve days ago, his his legal team accidentally sent over the full digital copy of his complete phone with everything that he'd redacted from their records. And and then two days ago, despite having told them what they had done, Alex Jones's legal team had not responded in any way to say that this was privileged material 
So it became fair game for the lawyer to go after. And he was just like, so like, do you understand how iPhone messaging works? Can you just confirm for me where those blue messages came from? Is that your phone number? And how it's just got taken apart, man. It was, it was beautiful. And then he just kept (laughs) getting told off because all his answers became these kind of stammering, well, 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 blah, 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 blah. And trying to be smart, alecky. Oh, so you've got my phones, even though you said you didn't get my phones. And it's like, well, what we said was we didn't get the complete thing. And then your lawyers weirdly obliged us. (laughs) 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 And he just kept on getting told off because he wasn't answering the questions. He was just flim flamming. And it was was blissful viewing. It could not happen to a nicer stain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're way off topic then, haven't we? Mm, yes, Imagine it's a tangent, isn't it? Sod it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Were you playing Squidge? Uh, I was talking about Dark Alliance too, but um, not not that I can actually um, put this picture in the show notes. I'll just show you two um, as as a way of sort of dealing with stress and anxiety and a few other things that I've been dealing with a lot this year. I'll just show you. I've I've recently taken up um, cross stitching. Mm-hmm. And I'll show you too, and I'll, I'll we'll put a different picture because I've got multiple things going on. But I'm starting to do. Stop calling it cross stitch. Just call it angry sewing. All right, angry sewing. Angry sewing. I like it. Yeah, do, doing stuff like this for people. Yes, and it is it is rather huge. It's taken a while, um, but yeah, I'm doing a lot of cross stitching, which is just boring, but therapeutic. It's boring. It's not boring. It's Andy. Uh, Andy is angry. Angry sewing is what it is. Yeah, angry sewing. It, it, just like, it, just like it, it is angry sewing when I keep catching my bleeding finger. Yeah, exactly. That's why I keep saying you need a thimble. Or no. Two, or three. No, because I'll get confused and think this cup's tiny. It'll take me ages <laughs> to drink the drink. <laughs> what am I, a giant? Who yes, put this in my cupboard? <laughs> yes, you're a giant. Deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 the only other thing I've been doing apart from sorting stuff out, usual life stuff, living by myself, blah blah blah. So yeah. Okay. So Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance two is what you've been playing then? Yep. Okay. Well, that and the other game that I won't go into because of spoilers. This is a turnabout for the books, because it's usually me who's only been playing one game. I You've been I, streaming I, now. Yeah, I haven't had a light load at all this month. This 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 time period this this whatever. Um, I said light load. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just bring bring the mood down a couple of notches. That's fine. Set the tone down lower. So teenage mutant ninja turtle shredder's revenge. Oh, what a game. To, to quote Maz, right? That game has no right being that good. Mm. Same people who did Streets of Rage Four, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, same publisher, different developer. Publisher. Yeah. Mm. It's just so good. 
Like, uh, I if I, it was going to be any good. It looked like it was going to be great, but I only bought like a few stills here and there, and then suddenly it was released. Um, and part of me was just they're going to rely on everyone's sense of nostalgia, and then part of me was like, well, I've not heard anything about it since it was released. Which, on the one hand, is quite weird. But on the other hand, that means I've not heard anyone say anything bad. Mm-hmm. Which is so rare. <laughs> I was borderline hopeful. Even though it's not particularly a style of game that I play, personally, there was a part of me who was just like, they must have done it all right. And, you know, I kind of gave that approving, yeah, good on you. <clears throat> Not <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, it is that good. Um, uh, yeah. If if you're at all into run left to right button mashing video games, it is that good. Um, I the day it came out, uh, I bought it during my lunch break. I didn't touch it. Uh, that sounds rude. Didn't touch the game. <laughs> so, um, didn't touch it. I swear. <laughs> my hands are clean, sister. Uh, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I waited until you know the end of the day or whatever. Got got my eight um, bit do controller synced up to the computer, and again, you know, I'm a Linux user. I didn't expect it to work. It has a native Linux build that tells you everything you need to know about this game. The developers have put that much effort into it. They've made sure Nerds. it works everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything that can run. Well, it's because of the street. It's because of the steam deck, right? Yeah. If they'd have released it and it didn't work on the steam deck, that's their sales tanked. But that um, just reminded me. Um, no, I don't have one. Herald, heralding back to my life master destiny. Bungie has announced that they're going to start banning accounts. If you're playing destiny on the steam deck, because mm-hmm. it's not through official windows. Um, yeah, because to get it to get it working on the Steam Deck, they have to patch out the easy anti cheat. Yeah, mm. and that's why because they 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 can't tell looking at um, like the logs of someone playing whether they're playing on a Linux device legitimately or a Steam Deck or whatever, or whether you've hacked the game to remove easy act uh, easy anti cheat. Mm. So I don't know how I feel. Kind of makes that. sense. Yeah, that's kind of makes sense. I'm you you want to make sure it's a level playing field, but it kind of cuts out people who want to legitimately play it on the go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I mean, from from the perspective of, as you just mentioned, the the removal of the anti cheat soft, then I can understand their reticence and why they would say no. Mm-hmm. But that's quite the blow, because even as a, a yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I'm a steadfast sit down and mouse and keyboard gamer, hmm. but even I was really intrigued by the Steam Deck, and at some point in the future would definitely consider venturing onto there. But yeah, that's quite the thing to say that hmm. certainly for now, at least, if you are. It's not even, you know, you, you'll be repeatedly kicked off the game. You, your account will be banned. You will lose it all. That's quite mm-hmm. the thing. But then again, they've just had that massive um, spate of 
court cases that they're launching against the various trolls, haven't they? Hmm. Mm. Good for them, by the way. Yeah. Good for them. I think that was a, the right move to play. Hmm. It absolutely was. But yeah, um, Shredder's Revenge is just, it does not have, it, it is not allowed to be that good for what it is. And it's a tiny game as well. Like, usually when you install a modern, even the, the 2D side-scrolly beat-em-up games, they come with gigabytes of, and most of the time it's the frameworks that are used, the programming tools that are used to build the game. You have mm. to ship with the game to make them work. And it's those that make the game so big. But mm. I think um, this time this time around, they've they've really focused on making the game as actually as, as small as, I think it's a hundred and something megabytes. Shut something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, no. it's, 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 it's like 600 megs in total, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, 600, whatever, right? Close but it, to it is really small. Yeah. That is tiny, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, wow. so, but, but yes, as a, as a 90s throwback retro style button mashing game, mm. it is tons of fun. Like I said, I bought it during a lunch break, um, and then at the, uh, once the day had ended, I started streaming, playing it on mm. Twitch, and I got really far, and I was like, okay, that'll do for now. I think I'm done for the day. And then the next day I powered it up and realized I was on the last level. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I just did not realize it. Like the, the story part of the game, there's yeah. only about two hours of content there, but you've got all four of the turtles and Splinter and April O'Neil. And when you unlock him, um, Casey Jones, I was about to play through you the game. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's like, you know, all, all games have them now. I'll play through the level and get this, yeah, this thing that's hidden or whatever, those mm. kinds of things. And there's challenges on each level and stuff. So there's there's replayability there. And I mean, I've gone through and uh, I haven't, I've barely done any of those. And then there's like, there's achievements for, because that's the story mode. And then there's arcade mode, which is the story mode. But um, in, the, in the story mode, there's like, yeah, there's like a, there's like an overworld map on the story mode. You can choose which level you, you play as because you're driving around in the total mobile, which is brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. but on the arcade mode, you have one credit and you have to do the entire game and it is so good. <laughs> it's dreadful because I get beaten all the time, but it's so good. <laughs> Jay found out firsthand how lethal I am playing as April O'Neil as well. Oh my goodness. My, my, my affinity to play as the classic squishy, but fast as hell characters mm-hmm. is it's exactly what April is. She's, she's fast as hell, but a squish and I was all over That's the place. Fine. Yeah. Demon Hunter in uh, Diablo 3, Ranger in uh, Dungeon Defenders, all all the same. I play as the hardest one possible, just because reasons. Well, hey, if that's how you enjoy it, then do it. <laughs> exactly. I like pushing my luck. That's what I like doing Absolutely. in games. Absolutely. But yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, I've also been playing... Um, Ion Maiden, I mean Ion Storm, I mean whatever we're allowed to call it now, because they got sued by Iron Maiden, didn't they? Because mm. oh, it's one letter off being the same name. Was it called Ion Storm? No, that's not. Iron right. Iron Fury. Ion Fury, that's the one. We'll get there eventually. The, la- the, the latest build engine game. Yeah, right. It uses the build engine, as in like Duke Nukem 3D engine, but it is immense. 
It is a lot of fun, yeah. It's so good. And I'm dreadful at it. <laughs> nice. I, I've got up to this like one arena section where the big bad guy, whoever he is, I remember the exact words he says. He says, despite all your rage, you're still just a rat in a cage. And the reason I remember that is because I've had to try and do this level about 700,000 different times. <laughs> Every Memorized. single time. Yeah. Like you die and then it's like hit Y to restart takes you straight back to the beginning of him saying it. And I just it's, it's like Groundhog Day, but with guns. I think the uh, the antagonist in that game is voiced by John St. John. So Duke Nukem yes. is the bad guy. Yep. I'm not surprised it gets on your nerves. <laughs> yep. Same line over and over and over again. But yeah, it's so good. Like considering it's the build engine, you've got, it is two and a half D, right? So it's the still, it's the mm-hmm. same sort of Duke Nukem 3D, Doom, Wolfenstein 3D, sort of that kind of 3D. But you can go, you know, there's a there's a X Y and a Z so you can go up and down stairs and lifts and stuff, but it is like it's stupidly fast paced, and the music is amazing, mm. and I just I can't get my head around the fact that it is just that good. I'm so glad that I watched Civi play it and then and then went out and bought it because it is just it's immense. I can't mm. I can't talk about how good it is. And you are enough that line from somewhere. Which line? Despite all your rage, you're still just a rat in a cage. It's paraphrasing bloody Smashing Pumpkins. It is. It is. It's. It's full of. Um, full, full of, of butterfly wings. Good mm. lord! I don't think I've even heard that song since the nineties. There you go. But no, it's, it's full of all sorts of references and quotes to stuff like um, uh, the, you keep seeing posters throughout the game called for a movie called Thy Flesh Consumed which is mm-hmm. one of the parts of Doom. Um, and like there's a... Fourth episode a, that came out after Doom 2, 95. Don't ask me how I know that. I watch a lot of Doom stuff. Sorry. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. That's why. Um, but it's also got like posters for Duke Nukem. And, you know, if, if you look for them, there's loads of references to all sorts of pop culture stuff. Mm. And there's even... Um, there's a, a massage parlor that has 69% off. <laughs> Well, nice. <laughs> my personal favorite, I got like halfway through that game. My personal favorite was there's a, there's a part in an area. You've got to get past a load of containers and you've got to, um, you've got to drop a container and it's just like a, a an activation thing and all the containers are co- uh, colored and in weird shapes. And then you drop a container, which is just one long one all the way down. And I thought it's going to get rid of the line. No, it just blows them all up. Ding, oh yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> it tetrises that stuff. Yep. The bit I'm on is just after that bit. <clears throat> uh you get a you get a six shooter, but it has like nine barrels in it or something like that. Yeah. So you know you can just go <laughs> Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is it is just just go play this game, it's brilliant. The other one I've been playing a lot is Vampire Hunters because I can just, I can put that game on and I don't even have to think. 
it's bullet hell, but you're the bullets. It is, ah, just like the game loop in that is perfect. It's not a minute too long, not a minute too short. If you haven't played it, you start, it's like a Castlevania, but you don't, all you have to do is move around, right? Your characters are constantly firing at the enemies. And there's a, when you get to 30 minutes, death comes in and wipes you out. And that's the end of the, that's the end of your level, right? It's a roguelike, okay. right? So every time you play it, you unlock something new. And it is just, it's just so good. And it's, when I, I don't know whether it's still in early access, but when I bought it, it was in early access. It was 99 pence. And I've been it's playing two pound it. Odd. Yeah, right. Or whatever it is. Yeah. But I've been playing it pretty much solidly since it came out. Every day I've put in multiple hours in this game since it came out. And it has more than paid for itself. And because it's early access, the developer is still adding, and it's a one-person team, still adding new content to the game. So every time I fire up Steam, it's like, oh, I've just downloaded the update. And then because the updates are happening every couple of days, nobody knows what's being added until someone figures out, oh, I've unlocked this character, or there's this mm-hmm. cool new weapon or whatever. And it is just so good. Like, it's, it feels like the... You know how you said earlier on, like, you could put on Piku Niku or you could put on the uh, Power Washer Simulator and you could just zone mm. out? You could do yeah. that with this, except the whole screen is filled with enemies and there's bullets flying everywhere and there's, like, there's like crosses flying everywhere and there's constant destruction. Um, and, like, my, I mean, my computer isn't the most powerful computer in the world, but it's pretty powerful. And I've gotten to a point where it's chugging when it's playing the game because there's that many enemies. And it's a 2D top-down run around like it, there's nothing complex going on in the game. It just it there's that much going on. It chugs down to maybe from maybe 60 frames down to about 24 frames or something like that. And it just it, oh, it, but it is so even with that it is so good. Uh, it, it reminds me of G's story of playing as a necromancer on Diablo 2 and making other people's PCs online shut down. Because of his uh, blissful shenanigans. Blissful days, I tell you. <laughs> Just raising a skeletal army and golems and all sorts of undead chicanery to do all the work for me bar picking up loot and causing other people's internet connections to crash because of it. It was just... <laughs> oh. Now, I've just gone on Steam to look up Vampire Hunters and to my horror, the first game that I've seen on the front page of the store is Hooked on You, a Dead by Daylight dating scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Oh. What? <laughs> yep. What? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Is, is it not? Vampire Hunter or Vampire Survivors? You've been vampire playing? Survivors. Sorry, uh, I must have said the name properly. Yeah, vampire Survivors. It is so you'll know where you found it because the artwork is very much like um, old school uh, um, Castlevania stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm watching it now. Plus, I'm calling shenanigans. You've been playing Resident Evil as well. I I I, I didn't get to the end of my list, right? And oh, Vampire Survivors is another one that is equally tiny. It is a 250 megabyte game, like. There is there is almost nothing in this game. Uh, like there's almost nothing to download, right? It will take seconds to download this game once you've paid for it. It's brilliant. Would definitely recommend. Absolutely. And then uh yeah, as as Squidge said, 
I've been I've been re-experimenting with streaming on Twitch. Got myself a new layout and and all that backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. And I've been playing uh, the original Resident Evil, like the the original 1996 or whatever release for PC, um, but with um, the Apple of Eden Classic Rebirth mod, which is fantastic because it adds like it replaces the 3d models with higher quality 3d models it replaces all of the you know when you go to the inventory and you've got like a picture of a gun or whatever it's Mm -hmm. replaced all of those it makes it run on modern windows so you don't have to boot into windows 95 or 98 to play it um and it has it has quick turn it has um reload whilst you have the weapon open um it even has like a debug menu so if you're like no i want all the keys now and unlock everything and jump to the end of the game you could totally do that right Mm. um but also has the ability to load in other mods right and so you could download a no to, to so to play it you need an actual iso image of the disc right i have a copy of the the game laying around so i took a rip of the game so i could do it um you install the game you put the you put a DLL. That's all it is. It's like a two megabyte DLL or something stupid like that. Drop that in the same folder. Next time you start the game, it loads the DLL, which then displays a window so you can configure the game. I want it in retro mode. I want the Japanese text or whatever. Um, and you could rebind the controls before you even jump into the game. Um, uh, but you can also download other mods. So there's things like Real Survivor. So if you put something into uh, one of the storage chests throughout the game, it stays in that chest and they're not connected. There's no magic, right? So if you put something in the first storage chest throughout the game and you need it at the end of the game, you've got to come all the way back to get it from the first one. <laughs> but I tried that on Resident Evil Remake on Cube. Never again. Tried it once. you know you talking of game mods has just reminded me of some of the majestic work that has taken place on stray the cat game garfield yes less than two two days and they had modded garfield as your character um shortly followed by possibly the most nightmarish that i've seen yet uh so far which was um, this weird contorted CJ from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> um, there's another guy who is doing. I know it's it's horrific. It's nightmarish stuff. There's another guy who's doing um, pay what to pay what it's worth for custom cats. Going so far as you send him pictures of your own cat, and he will mod your cat into the game as the cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Today, I believe, I saw someone had done a beautiful job modding the cat into Spiro the Dragon. Yep. Uh, some Someone's modded the cat from Stray into a version of Doom. I think it was yes. Doom Eternal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the helmet on and everything. <laughs> um, and, yeah, my eldest, she saw the cat game because... What's his name? It's Charlie, the guy who was like the first Brit on YouTube to get a million viewers. And he, he now streams. Um, and he was playing Stray. Um, and he's pretty family friendly, got a good community. So she was watching it with the missus and um, she thought it was amazing. And I have improved the world for her endlessly with the knowledge that among 
among the wave of first mods was a mod which allows you to replace the dedicated meow button with a dedicated fart button. <laughs> You've just Best sold mod me. ever. Yeah. Best mod ever. Essential. You just sold me. Essential. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we, we've sort of mentioned it before, but I've, I've just got a question for you, G. Mm. How, how has Sakura not got this for a PS4? I write a parallel cat. You can play as a cat. How is honestly, she not? I don't know. And I'm slightly concerned. Yeah, I am as well. How is she not? Got um, it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it is exactly within the arc of a whole wheelhouse. Um, so yeah, I don't understand why she's not playing it. I don't understand why we don't just get responses to our every message with just can't talk being a cat. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm disappointed by intelligent conversation from her when she could be being a cat. Yeah. Does this change, Squidge, your rule from a few episodes ago where it was, if you can be anything, be a giraffe. Is it now, if you can be anything, be a cat? For for Sakura is for me. It's still if you can be anything. If you know, if you can be anyone, be yourself. Except Batman. If you can be Batman, always be Batman. But with with Sakura, it's a case of just a cat. cat. Yeah. Okay. Just a cat. Fair enough. Okay. So let's talk about the cat game then, because like yeah. I remember, yeah, 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 I remember when it was first um, when it was first announced a couple of years ago. Oh, it was like, like yeah, two three years ago. It kind of yeah. slipped along, slinked into a few people's radar. I was immediately taken with it. Um, and so I've kind of quietly kept tabs on it and been pleased by what I saw. And then it was suddenly ready and released. And it's just a really nice game. Honestly, I, I've, it's got elements of sci-fi um, that appeal to me. It's got basic cat-like behavior, which you are rewarded with achievements and triumphs for. Um, the controls are very simple, so my little one finds it really easy to play. Um, it has elements of peril, but nothing worse than the average Disney movie. So, mm. you know, if it all gets a bit much for her, she's like, you can play this bit, daddy. It's like, how are you afraid? These things are like sort of hacky sacks with an eye. They're little orange marshmallows that kind of squeak at you. And yes, it is quite, you know, worrying when your screen starts to go red and the cat's going, meow, meow, meow. But... Yeah, it's there's something very, very lovely about the whole game. Um, graphically, really quite beautiful. Um, and considering the complete lack of what human beings would term language from our um protagonist, perfect. 
honestly. It's just, it's a game that you can kind of enjoy for as long as you need to. Everybody says it's like a two-hour walking simulator with a cat in it. And it's mm. like, what What more do you need? Yeah. Honestly, what, what more do you need? You kind of just amble about, explore, trip robots over by stopping suddenly in front of them. It's great. It's a it's a lovely little game. Uh, the story, for me, as, as a sort of adult, dare I say it, um, Harris, is, Harris, has been... Has been I've written. met you in real life, you're not an adult. <laughs> All right, adult impersonator, part-time. There we go. There Demi-pro. We go. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the story's just been really nice. Um, it doesn't sort of grab you with that kind of push to get to the next checkpoint. You can just fanny about and cat. You know, there's there's an achievement for scratching furniture or um, carpets in every zone in the game. There's an achievement for putting a, a paper bag on your head. <coughs> which I got accidentally and I was delighted by because it immediately reverses the controls. So <laughs> the cat does behave like a cat with a paper bag on its head because it's completely bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, so many good little touches. Um, and you can tell that the, uh, the team that focused on the behaviors um, were really cat people. They understood mm. essence of cat. Yeah. Um, and then the the lovely story about the the particular um, ginger cat that the uh, the stray in the game is modelled on um, is owned by two of the lead programmers on the game, and was himself a stray. And that's yeah. just like, oh, oh, my heart is filled. <laughs> so I've I've got, I know one thing about the game, and I've got two questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. the one thing I know about the game is if you meow at um, security cameras, they nod mm-hmm. at you. Yes. I've seen that. That was, yes. that was all over the internet. The only two of the questions I've got is, can you seems like everyone on the team were cat people. Can you randomly bite people? And then can you look people in the face and then push a glass off a table? You don't tend to bite people because there are no people. Right. There's no major spoilers because it was built right from the start as being a city full of robots. Um, there are, can trip them up. There are intelligences in a robot chassis, but there are no people people as we would perceive and accept them the bible biological people hmm. um and you can interact with them meow at them and you, once you get to a certain point you get your little drone that is uh, an interpreter for you so it will tell you what they're saying blah 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 um and that's all very good but um essentially you can just kind of amble up and meow at people and they will react to it. And then certain others who are um, of such a, a, 
a bent is to be drawn to furry four-legged creatures. When you um, get the right prompt, you can just rub yourself against their leg and the the little monitor, which does all their facial emotes, just immediately just goes to a big heart. And it's like, no. yes, this is cat. It's great. It's it's a lovely game. I've really enjoyed it so far. Um, I've been holding off playing it without um, the eldest because mm. she wants to play it um, yeah. and she doesn't get over here all the time. So, but yeah, it's, it's everything that I have seen of it personally has just been great. It's just, yeah. Cat. Just imagine the uh, the conversation. A couple, one of them's already at home, another one gets home. Oh, watching Netflix now. I'm playing a game about a cat. We have a cat already. I can play as a cat. It's mm. different. The cat's over there. Yes, but I can control this one. Well, this is the thing, right? I've seen so many bits of footage where people are playing it. You know, they've got the big screen in the living room. They're playing it on the PlayStation, mm. or whatever. And, and the cats are reacting. Yeah, yeah, the cats and the dogs or whatever. All of the pets in the house are just stuck. Huh? What? Just mm. staring at the game. Yeah. Because even they get it. Yeah. <laughs> I might I might get it on PC and get the mod where you can fart people. Why Do not? it. It'd be rude not to. Pay <laughs> yeah. yeah. special. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I like it. See, I, I remember when it was first announced. I was intrigued. And, and I don't know whether it was when it was first announced, but, you know, like like you said, G, right? A couple of years ago, it appeared on everyone's radar and then it disappeared um, mm. because it wasn't ready yet. And now that it's ready, it's like, hey, here's the game. I, I remember when it appeared on my radar, I was like, wait, I yeah, cat, you can play as a cat, whatever, yeah, yeah. But at the time, I was very into, like, the well uh, you'll know what i mean when i say it right when they when they said yeah you're in you're in colwoon will uh, world city i was like mm. oh really oh mm. really and that's what drew me and that's what mm. made me want to play it not necessarily that you were a cat but it was like this i don't know whether you're aware of it Scrooge. there was this one city um i think in china that was it's essentially midgar right it, mm. it, for the Final Fantasy VII players, right? It is a city. It's Ankh-Morpork Pog meets Midgar. It's a city that's built on itself, and it's all um, almost like all slums, but it's walled off from the rest of the world. Mm. And it is just so fascinating to read about that place. And I was like, "Oh, a video game where you can explore it. Let's do this." Mm. So I think I think the next game I buy will have to be the cat game. <laughs> Check it out. It's- it's just got such a lovely aesthetic, even for the fact that a good percentage of your time is spent in, um, certainly at the start of the game, in the slums area. The design itself, the look and... For lack of a better term, the feel of the environment mm. is really quite something. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's been kind of especially designed for the convenience of 
you're playing a cat, therefore it must be, you know, accessible to cat-like being. It just mm. has the, the right look for the environment they're trying to pitch. And it just so happens that it's all bloody convenient because you're a cat. <laughs> Very sort of wholesome vibes. Absolutely. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there's an achievement for spending an hour asleep because you can curl up asleep in various spots. Um, and yeah, so there's an achievement for just spending a cumulative hour asleep. 60 human minutes outside yeah. of like, yeah. Wow. Where's my achievement? <laughs> I, I don't need a game for that. You're not a cat in a game. Go become a cat in a game and you'll get an achievement. Mm. <laughs> I'm good. I'm all right. I'll, I'll just write on a sticky note, achievement unlocked. Slept for an hour. <laughs> so we're all saying that we're all saying that we should get the cat game as well. You, that's what you're saying, G. We should get the cat game. Um, if you like games that have a relaxing feel and tempo and a story, you could do a lot worse than popping out, what is it, £24 on Steam at the minute? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, 23.99 on Steam right now. Stop so, suggesting uh, games. It's, <laughs> it's, a, great, Stop it's a great little game. Just a little explore. <laughs> find them up. I, I've really loved every bit of it so far. I love that description. Explore, find them up. I love it. So what we're saying then for Squidge for, for next time, we need to make sure he's played the cat game. We need to make sure he's played the Power Washer Simulator, and we need to make sure he's played Vampire Survivors. That's it. Good lord. Yeah, okay. It's just because right. you said sort of like a find them up, it just reminds me of something. It just brought back a memory. First time, again, this is going from one extreme to another, but the first time mm. I played Resident Evil 7, right? Yeah. I got it on the Xbox One, the one that's now died, but I got it on the Xbox One, and it was really warm. And I, I sort of booted up, and my friend was there. And we couldn't play for long because he had to go, but I couldn't play for long. And um, you go through like a prologue and then you approach the, bar the Baker house and what have you, and you find your your wife's bag on the floor. And if you find the bag, you can look inside it and you find a ID card, driver's license, something like that, some sort of driver's license. I remember I hovered over it and it, it sort of like came up and it said Mia and I went, aha, and then it said achievement locked, aha. I nearly fell out my seat. <laughs> it was just one of those perfect moments. How? <laughs> aha, aha. Game sentient. I'm turning it off. I'm turning it off. <laughs> just because you said find the book, I just remember finding that and having a right laugh. Love it. Love it. I love it. I love when, when creators of content put stuff in like that, right? Video games, mm. movies, books, whatever. They're just brilliant. Those little... Lovely little puns that, that, that make you think, yes, I know that you know this is all a con. I get it. <laughs> I love it. That extra level of detail, right? Because we were saying in a, in a previous episode about the level of detail that some creators will put into their, into their content, right? Uh, G, you were saying earlier, you mentioned Blade Runner, the director's cut, right? That has mm. an insane amount of, of, of content in it. Right, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've seen some of the behind-the-scenes stuff where, quite literally, when um, 
when one character puts down a bowl of noodles at the beginning. Ridley Scott wasn't happy. They did a hundred takes of the bowl of noodles being placed down on the counter till he was happy. Right? So just that that level of, like, I just have to get it just right. And then we were talking mm. about, like, uh, in a previous one, Doki Doki Literature Club, about the amount of content that's in the game that you will never find because, you know, you've got to load the, you've got to get something from the website and put it on into Photoshop and invert it and then apply it onto a, uh, a shape and then invert it again and then unapply it from the shape to get a secret for the game that's coming next, mm. right? And uh, assemblance and inscription and things like that where it's like, this is the content for the stuff that you haven't even thought about. It's like just the amount of effort that some people put into it these mm. things is amazing. These multi-tiered, multi-dimensional feel to some games they're the ones that really garner the most appreciation for me, certainly. Um, just because the, the level of complexity is no longer limited to what's on your screen mm. in terms of game time. Mm -hmm. There, there is something that draws you out of the game to do all these extra activities without making you feel removed from the game. Mm. It's still, it's like exploring an appendix in a book. Mm -hmm. And the extra detail and information that you can get there, it just, yeah, the way it fills it out, fills out the universe for you. I, I, I adore things that do that for me or that demand that of me or ask that of me. You know, th those are the best ones. In fact, the ones that, the ones that ask that of you. So you can play the game in its basic form and not feel like, you, like you've particularly missed out, but then you can mm. go back back to the game and do more of the peripheral activity and, you know, the, the research to understand more of what's going on within the game. And suddenly it just feels like, you, oh my gosh, I've just realized this and I feel more connection to the storyline and now I need to explore it further. And that, that's what will garner more replayability for me. Mm. Um, which is quite the feat, really. Most games are... Because everyone wants the franchise. Most games feel very kind of... Unless it's got the, the multiplayer aspects, it's a one and done. You play it, mm. and if you really enjoy it, you'll go back to it, maybe do a second New Game Plus at best. Um, you know, you might platinum it if you're really pushed, but mm. for the most part, you'll play it one, two times, and then you'll play the next one in the series and do the same and do the same. And a game that can get me to keep going back and back and back to explore it more fully uh, and to have those moments where it's like, holy shit, new secret has been revealed to me. And it's not, I've discovered some hidden area by doing X, Y, and Z bull 
switch pulls, it's something that I've actually had to do in a a truly disconnected kind of way. Mm. Um, those are the things that make me sit there and go, wow, these guys know storytelling. These guys know what it's about. Because without a story, what have you got? Absolutely. You've got a quick time. A, f- a fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> without a story, what have you got? Mortal Kombat. Tekken. Shots fired. Even Mortal Kombat has. No, both of those have um, certainly made efforts at storyline. I mean, I'm no Mortal Kombat aficionado. I have. Um, I was thinking more of like the originals, you know, one and oh. two, where there wasn't oh. much of a story. <laughs> more button bashing, or you get one wall of text when you complete it with a character, yeah. you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, fair enough. Well, okay, chaps, what I'll say is, right, we've been going for a while now. We've talked about a little bit about the games we've been playing. We talked about the cat game, which I think we should totally come back to once Squidge and I have had a chance to play. We should all just revel in an hour of just talking about how good the cat game is because of all the things I've read on, it's, it's the same thing that you were saying G about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Shredder's Revenge. You haven't heard a bad thing about it. Now, obviously, cause you haven't been really looking for it. I have not heard anything but good things about the cat game. So mm. maybe, Maybe that's what we should do. We should all go away and play the cat game and come back and just have an hour of just gushing over how good the cat game is, right? I I follow several extremely cynical and jaded Twitch streamers, all of whom have played the cat game and all of whom have ended up just going, this is one of the best games I've ever played. <laughs> I can't explain why, but it just is. And Is it... Is it my mission to buy it and then purposefully hate it? Is that what I have to do now? Be the the first person to do that. You you need to find a reason to hate it, Squidge. That's what you need to do. (laughs) Sounds like a challenge. Yeah. Your mission, should you choose to accept it? I've got to complain about something other than my allergies kick up when I play it, you know. (laughs) That's that's the cop-out reason. I've got to find actual reasons not to like it. That would be a very impressive allergy. I'm not daring you. I'm just saying that's a very impressive. Outlook. Sounds like a dare to me. I, I am not daring you at all. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. So what we'll do, chaps, is we'll come back to this conversation once we've all had a chance mm-hmm. to play through the cat game. I know Gu is saying you're you're taking your time with it. You're making sure that you mm. can play it with one. Maybe that that should give at the very least one of Squidge or I a chance to play through it. And then we mm-hmm. should we should reconvene and converse about the I don't mean shoes about uh, the cat game. <laughs> what do you think? I'll do. I've just I, since you said that I've just got this image of someone throwing a boot. I'm stood there and one just bounces off my head. You know, somebody boot did the head. It. Yeah, somebody did it. Whilst when I said that when they were listening to this episode, somebody did throw a shoe, probably at me. So I'll just be like, in a couple of weeks' time when this episode drops, I'll just be sitting there doing my own thing. Then all of a sudden, bonk, a shoe hits me on the side of the head. I'm like, yep, yep, I get it. It's when I'm we, with. We can all dream. We can all, we can all get behind that dream. I, I'm, I'm sure you will. 
And I'm sure it'll be one of you two that does it. <laughs> Make it happen, folks. Make it happen. That's it. Uh, no comment, Your Honor. Reach out over Twitter and let me know <laughs> who it was that hit me with the chair first. With a chair? No comment, oh, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> That's an upgrade, isn't it? <laughs> it was, not it? <laughs> Converse branded steel, steel chair, was it? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, yes, we should totally do that. But we, what I'll say, chaps, is let's leave the conversation there. We'll come back to it another mm-hmm. time. So, gee, is there mm-hmm. a way that people can get in touch with you, find out more about you, what you do, or are you more of a, a I'm happy living in my Discord place and leave me alone. I'm enjoying time with my kids and my cat game. Um, yes. Okay. To both. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not anti being reached out to, but by the same token, I'm not used to (laughs) being that kind of thing for me. Fair enough. Do you want to get in touch with you? Like Twitter or whatever? Or are you not? Uh, Well, yeah, um, you can at the Lord of Darkness. There we go. That'll get me. That's um, you can find me on most platforms. Is that I think at the moment. That's that's what people should. Whatever platform you're on, just type it in. See what comes up. Yes, probably G. We'll find out. I remember. Probably, I remember yeah. I interviewed a chap for a different podcast I do. And he's like he has. He literally has the most generic name ever. He's Steve mm-hmm. Smith, right? That is like. <laughs> The, that's like one step away from John Doe, right? And he's mm. like, so when it comes to being on, on online platforms, I found this one name that nobody else has. And he quite literally said in the, in the episode, um, and so if you find a platform I'm not on, please don't take that name. <laughs> <laughs> Approved. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. But yes, so with that all being said, um, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Waffling Tailors podcast. Uh, head over to wafflingtailors.rocks to read more about us and what we do and to find the show notes for this. There's wafflingtailors.rocks forward slash those games we played, which is a big list of all the games we talked about, and it, it's auto-built, and it figures out what we've been talking about, and it fills it all in so you can go, oh, the cat game, and click that button, and it'll show you all of the one episode where we've talked about it. Um, and uh, there's a contact page on there, so you can send us a message. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, all that kind of stuff. Just put in Waffling Tailors into your Google or your DuckDuckGo if you want to send your information to Microsoft or uh, Bing if you are Spider-Man or Yandex if you are <laughs> whatever, uh, and you'll probably find us. I must say that's that's very, that, that sounds very professional compared to what I do. I went socials and that, right? Just look for Waffling Tailors, that'll do. Absolutely. That's how I do socials at the end. It's very nonchalant. be Spider-Man, but I think it's only Spider-Man who uses Bing, right? <laughs> Probably. Remember? Remember? I'm sure it was in mm-hmm. Spider-Man yeah. 3 or something. He's like, yeah, hey, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew oh, Garfield one. Yeah, he's like, hey, I uh, use One this of the amazing Spider-Mans. That's the, the one with the lizard and uh, what's a face. Oh, amazing Spider-Man then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean... There's only so much, so many times I can hear with great power comes great responsibility before I give up. Well, stop saying it, that is. <laughs> What's your squidge? What's your version of it? I, I, I take um, from one of the 
epic style movies, piss take movies. I take um, uh, Liam Neeson's version of that was with with great power comes bitches. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll roll the credits. <laughs> <laughs>